Hello, and welcome to episode 17 of Digital Theory Podcast. This is a show where three regular dudes talk about video games and assorted geekery. This is Ryan, and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Micah and Mark. Welcome back. How you guys doing? Hello, hello. Doing good. Hope everyone else is doing great today. I'm doing really good. Uh, actually, I have some pretty exciting news this week for everyone. We have our first uh, patron on Patreon. All hail the patron. <laughs> the first, <laughs> yes. Uh, so for our shout out, he wanted to be known as the patron. Uh, he did not want to go by his or her name. So shout out to the patron. Thank you, the patron. They shall forever be known as the patron. I know. I feel like uh, I feel like you know people who hang up their first like dollar bill that they make on their business. I feel like we should hang up like the first screen cap of our thing saying one patron. Exactly. <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll take a screenshot of it for us. Exactly. Listen, I mean, some of us are already already uh, put all our eggs in one basket with our our one patron because one of us bought a convertible this week well that's true um so (laughs) unfortunately guys um i'm not going to be able to speak a whole lot on what i've been playing this week because i've been doing some car shopping for sure uh, and so that just kind of ate into my time but for those who do not know yes i have purchased a 2020 mazda mx5 rf Miata. The thing looks like the Batmobile. It does. Yeah, it's like a. I don't know. I don't even know what the proper color is of it. Maybe it's called, I think it's called like um, Mica or something like that. It's actually called. Yeah. I have to check. But uh, pretty good name. Like, yeah, yeah, man. That's the best name it could possibly have. <laughs> but it's like a dark, dark gray. Um, it's not it black. Looked, it looks slick. Yeah, it did. But it's a manual, so it's gonna be a blast to drive. That's awesome. Yeah, I couldn't, uh, you know, nothing wrong with the old Kia Soul, but it just wasn't wasn't doing it for me. <laughs> doesn't have the same drive. Well, dude, once you got Patreons, man, you got to drive something that says you have Patreons. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be curious to see what you guys get next week with your Patreon. <laughs> dude, I'll probably get an oil change. <laughs> uh, yeah, I hear that. Uh, get some Freon for my air conditioner <laughs> coming up. Hey, that's why I got the convertible, Micah. You don't I need it. air conditioning. You just exactly. put the top down. Exactly. You know, Ryan, uh, not to stay on this car topic too long, but since you sold me my car, someone hit it the other day. Oh. Yeah, I, I mean, luckily, it it's not bad. It's it, Luckily, it's no dents or anything, but, like, straight down the driver's side, man. Just You can just tell someone just scraped uh, it. Did they uh, – are they going to fix it, or did they just, like, <laughs> drive off? Well, I didn't – I don't know if it happened in my apartment or at my work, but I was – talking to my roommate about it and he told me you know i should go to the office and tell him to check the cameras uh because there was like no note or anything i just walked out there and saw it oh that <laughs> dang that's the worst yeah so i might i might actually do that walk down to my um apartment complex's office and ask him to see the cameras if they haven't already erased them wow man that's rough well yeah mark good news you got um our one patron donation coming in. So yeah, man splurge, get you something new, put that toward the buff out. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good <laughs> idea. Is this going to be able to buff out Mark or is it a, uh, it pretty deep? Uh, I think, I think it could probably be, it could probably be buffed out. That's good. Yeah. This makes you sick, man. When somebody does that. Hey, if not, have you seen those big band-aid stickers people put on cars? I haven't. I have not. Uh, you got to Google that. Just type in like big car band aid or something like that. Uh, I'll, I'll Google it, make sure I'm telling you the right thing. I'm looking right now. <laughs> I think I found it. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Oh, my gosh. Let's put that on the side. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Hey, look, I'm going to tell you what. That's about, that's about my level of finances right there. <laughs> Same. Honest. Oh. Uh. That's hilarious. I've seen several people do that, and it cracks me up every time. It's really funny. <laughs> hey, man, we're in a, you know, it's hard out there. Sometimes you just got to pop on a little sticker. Yeah, man, sometimes it's better just to cut your losses, man. Just, Whew. 
you make light of it. Yeah. yeah. Wow. But anyway, so yeah, you guys are gonna have to. I've I've done a little bit, but you guys are gonna have to carry that portion this week. No worries. Well, since we started off with the patron, I guess we can uh, we can jump into the news. Go for it. Um. All right, so I got something kind of funky. So Mad Cats is back into the wireless gaming mouse category. Have you seen this? No, I haven't. But that's a that is a company I have not heard of for a while. Yeah, dude. To quote Obi Wan, that is a name I've not heard in a long time. Long, time. long time. <laughs> so apparently they made a mouse in 2018, which I didn't know about. No. But, it, but anyway. <laughs> This bad boy is $120. Um, Whoa, what? Yeah. But you need to look this one up, too. Type in Mad Cats. What the know, heck? I don't know if they're calling it a rat or a R-A-T. The Pro S3, is that the one you're talking uh, about? DWS. Mad Cats Rat DWS. Yeah. This thing is funky Whoa. looking. Yeah. What the heck? $120? That's hard and to justify a Mad Cat's mouse at that yeah. price. I was just at Staples today, boys. I could have picked one up and done a hardware review of it for a new section. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you've already bought Doug Flutie's Maximum Football. Go <laughs> yeah. ahead Mad Cat's Rat DWS. Dude, from the side, this thing kind of looks like your car, Ryan. Hey, now. <laughs> in the best way possible the best way possible <laughs> wow so this is my here's my question right so mad cats was kind of known as being like the generic brand of anything so i wonder what's the big change of them you know up in the price like are they are they going for a you know are they making higher quality stuff or is it just you know what I mean? I, I'm not sure I get what their marketing is right now with this. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, sorry, Ryan. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, I don't know that I would trust this mouse, but it looks very cool. I like the way this thing looks a it lot. Look cool. It looks cool, but I'm not sure how comfortable it would be. Yeah, I don't know how you'd use this. I mean, it does say that it has like removable um, pieces. So like for your comfort. Right. But it's odd. And here's the thing. I, I agree with Micah. It was always it's like if you bought a Mad Cats controller back in the day, you did not want that controller if you were playing a right. game. Yeah. Like, for the friends that came over. That was the one <laughs> yep. for the friends that you bought because it was affordable and that was it. Right. Um, the only other thing I know Mad Cats was really involved in was all that rock band like accessories. Yeah. I think they've manufactured all that for them. But to just roll out a mouse at this price point, I don't know. It looks like they have a couple of different models, at least on staples. So um, the clo- the the cheapest one I see is fifty five ninety nine. And crazy. people in Georgia are in luck; they can get it delivered to their store for free by March eleventh. Plus, I don't know how I like the name rat the rat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, their slogan is it's a rat with no tail because it's wireless. Oh, my God. That's terrible. Oh, Mad Cats. Here's the thing. All right, so on, on uh, PCMag.com, it got a 3.5 out of 5. Yeah. So, <laughs> the, has the a... cons. Lax hex key storage. Okay. And no RGB lighting. Oh, you can't even buy it then. <laughs> But yeah, for $120, that, that just seems really high. Oh, there's um there's one on here on Staples here for $190. $190? I'm not yeah. paying $190 for any mouse. Heck no. But it has three reviews on Staples with an average of four and a half stars, but two of those are five stars and one of them is a three star. Well, we also have to remember these guys or these people bought a mad <laughs> you know mouse if they actually bought it and it isn't a paid review hey yeah well that's true this this one kind of sounds like a paid review it's a five star um it 
it the mouse apparently it's called it's god and it's the dude just said it's great it's great it's great it's great it's great okay so we've got our first patron so now we need our first hardware review sponsorship there you go mad mad cats can just send us one of these things yeah and you know we'll take care of the review for them and really i mean i will eat my words yeah i will gladly if i if we're wrong about it i will gladly say we were wrong yep i'm glad you guys can do that i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) i will not be i will not be uh objective yeah no 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 (laughs) we can we can do what we need to do oh so yeah that just kind of caught my attention the look of this thing i mean mad cats what's catching my eye is right behind the left mouse button do you see that yeah that little scroll wheel like an extra scroll wheel is that what that is like for horizontal yeah Uh, but i don't know why you would i don't know what you would use that for that is bizarre i know like um i don't know like i i on my uh because i'm in school and everything i use like the dual windows a lot that you can like match them on your screen. So, and sometimes it doesn't, you know, the, the what page isn't, uh, doesn't fit it very well. So sometimes I got to scroll horizontally. So maybe, maybe they're just looking out for guys like there me. You go. Hey, you know what? That's a good idea there, Mark. Okay. But you know, it's so, also not that hard to use the bar. So I'm looking at the uh, shortcut menus on the mouse down here and what it lists and that is a forward and back button okay it says which which my mouse that i'm using now has a forward and back button but it's like a physical button yeah mine are the same i have these little buttons on the side but um i don't know that doesn't look like a button it looks kind of like a a scroll yeah like a wheel i feel like that would be uncomfortable like i feel like the way i move my mouse i would hit that all the time back that and i feel like the dust is just going to pile up in there yeah yeah i guess that's why you can take it apart Maybe it's weird though. I'd I'd lose some stuff. <clears throat> what what is the lowest you guys would pay for a Mad Cat's mouse? Like right now, what you know about Mad Cat's? What's the lowest you would go? The lowest? Yeah, three. Yeah. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Well, that's fair. <laughs> the highest I would go would be like twenty bucks. I think uh, that's what oh, you meant. Yeah, I was gonna say there. Uh, there is a twenty dollar mouse on buy them on Staples. That would be something I buy. And like would use in my classroom on my MacBook or yeah, on my MacBook. It's using the Mac Cat's mouse for school. Yeah, this reminds me. I have a uh, <clears throat> like a really cheap Logitech mouse I bought for my iRacing rig. And uh I bought it because it had the American flag all over it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's nice. just so ridiculous. I had to buy it. It's not a good mouse in any by any means. It's like really tiny and it like it would hurt your hand to use for a long period of time. Yeah. But it's got an American flag literally all over the mouse. So there you go. And of course, since I bought that, I went on Amazon and bought an a mouse pad with an eagle on it. So now <laughs> that's perfect. It, yeah, I mean, and you know, it goes for my racing rig. So it's NASCAR, you know, American flag, brand. eagle. Yeah, I'm doing my part. It's the least I can do. The only thing that would have made that more on brand is if the American flag was camo. Yep. Yeah, that's true. Well, you know, improvements can be made. Awesome. But, all right. Well, that's my that's my first topic. Glad we went have, on a uh, big uh, rampage on that one. Well, that's okay because I have one that we can kind of segue into Mad Cats or from Mad Cats into because this is Mad Cats is is triggers these memories in my head. Okay. So today, the PS2 is 21 years old. Came out March 4th, 2000. So the PS2 is now of legal drinking age. It is. It is. And weirdly, the first Mad Cats controller I ever bought was for a PS2. Let me ask you this, Micah. When you had that Mad Cats controller, did it have like a 20-foot cable? Yes. <laughs> and it had... On the, on the part of the controller that rested on your fingers, it had like finger grooves in the back of it. Does that make sense? Like it, it wasn't it wasn't smooth like a controller. It had like little ridges, almost like a grip. 
and it was the most uncomfortable controller I ever owned. Yeah. Par for the course, I guess. Yeah, but it that that's uh, that kind of brings back memories of PS2. But yeah, PS2 is 21 years old today. So it kind of got me thinking, um, and I'll ask you guys, what is your, if you have one, what is your fondest memory of the PS2? Mine is Gran Turismo 3 A-Spec. Okay, that's a good one. Did you play that one on PS2? I did. That was that was my favorite Gran Turismo game, and I know I'll probably I, I could get quite a bit of pushback from this, but that I sunk so many hours into that game. It was so good for its time. Yeah. Um, I, ironically, one of my favorite cars in that game was the Mazda Miata, and I would soup that thing up and take it racing. Yep. But just just back then, being able to you know, customize a car the way, you know, with specific parts and accessories mm-hmm. and then go out and actually like have a racing career. That was pretty incredible for its time. Yeah. Yeah. That was my favorite one as well. My first one I played was Gran Turismo two for the original PlayStation, but I felt like a spec blew it out of the water. Yeah. To be honest with you on PS4, the Gran Turismo game, it just kind of, I don't know. It didn't do a whole lot for me. Yeah. Kind of let me down. Oh, I haven't played it, so I don't know. And then to follow up with that probably would be any game that I tried to play online because I put the network adapter on the back of that thing, and yep. it was hit and miss. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I can remember, like, because <laughs> you had to screw it in. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't like it just clicked in, and it, like, stuck out the back like a like a sore thumb. And, uh, and it got hot. At least mine got hot. I don't remember if it got hot, but I can remember it would like not work, and I'd be like, "Dang it!" And I'd unscrew the thing, <laughs> put it yeah. back on, pull it screw out, screw it back in. I'm like, pull "Oh my it. gosh!" Yeah. And then it was slow, of course, because it was just back then. It wasn't, you know, internet was slow, right? But uh, I can just remember fighting with that thing over and over. Yeah, I bought it. I I, uh, I was in the beta test for um, EverQuest on PS2. And uh, we was playing it on on PS2 online, and it that was I mean it was an interesting it was an interesting experiment, but MMOs on PS2 online not not really the best thing in the world. Yeah, what about you, Mark? Well, I never owned a PS2. In fact, the first PlayStation I ever had was the PS3. Oh, wow. um, so I grew up with the GameCube and the original Xbox. Um, but I have a lot of fond memories of going down to my neighbor's house down the street um, and playing the original Star Wars Battlefront 2. Yeah. Uh, we played that game all the time. Um, and then Spider-Man 2, those two would be my favorite. Our best, our, you know, the, the most fond memories of the PS2 I have. Um, Nice. Such good. Both games, I think, still hold up today too. I, yeah, I think I still think Battlefield or uh, Battlefront Two is one of the best Star Wars games ever made. Oh yeah, hands down, um, easily. And I'm even I'm even talking about you know talking about Jedi Academy and all those. I I, I loved Battlefront or uh, yeah Battlefront Two. Yeah, I uh, I'm working through um, Knights of the Old Republic right now. Um, Fantastic one as well. But yeah, like nothing. I think you know the nostalgia plays a big part in why I love the original Battlefront two so much, and even the first Battlefront game I, I really liked. Um, but man, there's just something about Battlefront two that it just hits right every single mm-hmm. time. I agree. Those two good ones. So I'll throw mine in. My my fondest memories of PS two. Um, two games come to mind immediately. Uh, one is playing. Uh, Metal Gear Solid uh, 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 2. I think, what was it called? Metal Gear Solid Sons of Liberty, I think. Hold on, let me look that up. I'm blanking on the name. Yeah, Metal Gear Solid 2 Sons of Liberty on the PS2. That game was, it blew my mind when I when I first got my PS2 and played that game. Um like for the time and even even nowadays the graphics still look fantastic uh 
when you consider it's a PS2 game. Um, but it's Hideo Kojima. It's Metal Gear Solid. You can't go wrong with it at all. Um, and my second uh, really fond memory is, I don't know if you guys ever played these games, but there was an old school, like, isometric hack and slash action RPG called Baldur's Gate. Um, for the PlayStation uh, and PlayStation 2. And Baldur's Gate 2 um, was was awesome. I remember me and my sister would play that. That was one of the games that she would uh, uh, that she would actually play. Michael, uh, what was that? Was it Baldur's Gate 2 that we used to play all the time? Yeah, it, it, Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance. That's the one. Yep. yep. And both of them were on PlayStation 2. Dark Alliance and Dark Alliance 2. I'm telling you, if they remade that game... I would buy it today. Well, Ryan, I've got good news for you <laughs> because oh. they're making a Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance three. Oh, really? For for the uh, well, I guess you'd call them current gen systems. So it is under it is in development. Oh, that'll that'll be fantastic. Those yeah. games were just incredible. They were awesome. Uh, it's it's going to be a day one purchase for me. Regardless, Are those. Uh... Are those the same games that they have on Steam right now, or is that because I know they have Baldur's Gate one and two on Steam? Is that the those, same thing? Or? No, the ones on Steam are um, the old school like uh, isometric RPGs. Okay, they're fantastic. I if you like those old school um, RPGs, I would hundred hundred percent recommend you getting them. Um, but Dark Alliance was a like an action hack and slash RPG. Okay. Okay. All right, Micah. So whenever you were playing that game and you would go to buy like new weapons, mm-hmm. you would go to the shop, you know, that guy who was like the shop. Mm-hmm. What would he always say? There was something outrageous he said whenever you would talk to him. Oh, gosh. I can't remember. I'm blanking. Ah, it's going to bother me now. I'm blanking. It, it, was, it was like swords, bows. Something like that. <laughs> uh, his name was Bartley. I remember that. Hexes, bows. Yeah, hexes, bows, shorts, everything you need. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna have to look him up. I bet I'm sure they have him on YouTube. Oh, you know it. 100 know they have him on YouTube. But but that was a uh, that was a great co-op game too. Dude, yes, 100. That yeah. was probably. I'm, I know this is I'm stepping out of limit, but that was one of my favorite co-op games. It still is my favorite co-op game to this day. To this day, plus it's set in the Forgotten Realms, like the D and D universe. I mean, you can't, you cannot go wrong with this game. No, that's a game you need to check out, Mark. Is it PS2 exclusive? Yeah. Dang, I was hoping it'd be on the. If it was on the original PlayStation, I'd go pick it up. It was. It was PS2. Well, you know what? They may have had it for Xbox. Let me look. Hold on. Yeah, check your Game Pass. It's probably free. Yeah. Or maybe they'll pay. Maybe they'll pay you to play it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next week though, it'll probably be free. Hey, it was uh, on. A, it was on the original Xbox. I wonder if it's on the. I'm gonna look it up on the Xbox app. See if you can buy it on the store. Dude, if you can, please tell me, and I will buy it. Tonight, one hundred percent by it. What is it called? A dark Dungeons Baldur's, and Dragons. Baldur's or? Gate Dark Alliance. All right, let me. Is it apostrophe S? Is that a? Yeah. Is that, yep. Okay. Baldur's Gate. Uh, looks like they have the isometric ones. Yeah, they got the yeah. They're like a very original ones. Yeah. Dang. I may still have my disc copy on PS2 somewhere. I have to, I have to dig. It's probably at my parents' house. But man, I would. If Microsoft ever listens to this, you need to make this available to play. Let's see. Dark yeah, I'm, I'm interested now. I, I think we played the first one, Micah. Was we it? Did. Not? We we I owned both of them, but the one we played all the time was the first one. Yeah. Dang. There was only three three <clears throat> character classes. So I'm looking at GameStop. Mm-hmm. Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance for PS2 is $9.99 pre-owned. Mm-hmm. But if you go up to Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance 2, mm-hmm. it's $50. Used. Yeah, that game is so rare. 
no one no one uh traded that game in wow uh i kick myself every day since <laughs> when, I, when i sold it because that game was awesome it had it had like five character classes instead of three um it was a sequel so it just carried on the story from the first one like it it was cool well, Micah, it looks like um, on Microsoft's website from 2018, it looks like there was quite a push to get them to make Dark Alliance 1 and 2 backwards compatible. So who knows? I probably was on there commenting to please do that. Wow. Yeah, even on eBay, I can only find Dark Alliance 2 for around 50 bucks. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to find the other one anywhere. Man. Would you spend $50 on it today? I'll... It is worth it is worth a, a fifty dollar game. Like if, if new games are fifty dollars, this game is still worth fifty dollars. Wow, one hundred percent. If, um, especially if I had you know a system to play it on, and especially if you if you wanted something that was really good with couch co op. Yeah, but Mark, seriously, we could. Uh, I mean, honestly, one day we could pick up a copy of the old one. I might even have the dang thing somewhere. Let's see. That's what I got to do. I'm, I'm going to have to go to my parents' house and look. Cause I, I bet it's in my closet where my old stuff is. Was it just two player or was it like, could you do like up to four? It was just two player. Oh, okay. I was going to say if it was up to four, we could all do a playthrough of it. Now we're definitely need to do a playthrough when the third one comes out. Oh yeah. I don't have a PS2. I have to pick up PS2 as well. I may still have my PS2, the thin, the slim version. But you can probably snag one of those fairly cheap. Yeah. But yeah, man, that that's that's my number one uh, memory was was the Baldur Gate, uh, Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance games. Cool. For sure. That's a good one. I for, I forgot about that one, but that was a good one. <clears throat> All right, Mark, what you got for us? Um. Well, I don't really know which one to start off here, um, but since we were talking about the PlayStation, I'll keep it. Uh, I'll keep it in, in, in that line. Um, brand. Yeah, keep it on brand. Um, so coming from Hype Beast, um, apparently Sony has released a patent um, for looking for ways to detect passive quote passive non-luminous objects being held by a user, so the item can be used as a controller. And the image that they use in the patent is a banana. Um, so they're looking for ways, I guess, to make anything, uh, potentially a controller. Um, but it looks like a banana is is a possibility soon. That's well, awesome. Mark, I'm also super impressed you went to this topic because this falls right in line with Mad Cats. It yeah. Does. This is something I feel like Mad Cats would do. Is like, yeah. hey, let's turn a banana into a controller. Yeah, like, I, man, you just see things today these days that you never thought you'd see. I mean, we we've talked about 2020, and now 2021 is just. I mean, it's still just steamrolling. To be fair, there's very little that separates a Mad Cats controller from an actual banana. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To be 100 percent fair, so. Uh, one of the things that that the banana story made me think about, and Google this image. I'm sure you've seen this before, but do you guys remember back when the PlayStation Four controller concept was floating around the internet, and they called it, called it the boomerang? I don't. Let me look it up. Google the Sony boomerang controller. Oh I yeah, mean, I do remember. This. You don't think that they were already thinking about banana shapes when they were when they were oh. the concept. Dude, that thing that thing is so ugly. Yeah. Kitty. It looks so sad. <laughs> I can't believe that they were I mean that was a legitimate concept from them from, that, from E3. That looks like concept art from like the 90s early 2000s like that does not look Right. Yeah, that does look like it does have very banana banana-esque features. Imagine that could be our current DualShock controller. Oh god. That monstrosity. And then wait till they release the yellow color. I mean Yeah. Exactly. Perfect. The yellow color, yeah. No, you just get like some aftermarket skin sticker thing to, to put on it. 
<laughs> you get you, a Chiquita sticker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, when you pull R2, like a little scent releases. <laughs> so uh, both of you guys have PS5s. Um, if they figure this out, would you guys be hooking a banana up to your consoles? No. Or would you guys experience other fruit? I mean, would you guys try an orange or a, a date maybe? Man, maybe a date. So, Micah, what he's asking is, are you swiping left or right on the banana? Are yeah, you, yeah, uh, yeah. On the banana, I'm going to swipe left on the, on the banana. <laughs> uh, 100%. Um, no, like, unless they can figure out how to make the dual sense active in a, in a, in a banana, object, then, yeah, I'm not. I'm sticking with the dual sense controller because that, that's really the only reason to own one of these controllers right now anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Unless you're doing it like I, this, this could be genius though. I mean, let's say you got like three friends coming over. You only have two controllers. We'll give one friend a banana and one friend a Mad Cats controller. Yeah, exactly. And just beat them both. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh, can you imagine the disadvantage you have when you're playing with the with the banana? <laughs> I don't understand what they're saying that you can do. Like, it just it maps where your hands are, and you just press on that thing, and it and it <sighs> virtually knows what button you're pushing. That's kind of what I was gathering. Yeah, did y'all did you guys see the tweet they sent out? No. Here, I'll I'll drop the link, um, and you can if you want to see what it looks like. It doesn't really explain much, um, but it looks like the X button is near like the side of the banana you don't peel, and the triangle button is near the side that you do peel. But that's all they show. Um, all right, I pulled it up. Yeah, what in the world? I wonder. Um, one of you guys had talked to, had shown whether Sony is looking at trying to get players who are not using VR to be able to mess with the person in VR. I wonder if this has something to do with that. Maybe possibly, possibly. It's definitely interesting. Who knows what Sony's up to, man? Yeah, and you know the guys over at Microsoft are like, "What? A yeah. banana? Yeah, so yeah like live, they're like, get our best men in the room now. Yeah, they're like, all right, we got to figure out how to make vegetables controllers. Yeah. Richard, bring in the eggplant. <laughs> yeah, why? Why go with a banana? There's got to be why not? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, this. I is guess crazy. a banana does have. Out of all the fruits, I think a banana does have the most surface area. It's the most controller-like fruit. Yeah. Can you imagine playing Fruit Ninja? With the piece of fruit? Yeah. yeah. Talk about next-level immersion. Hmm. We'll, we'll hear in, in a few years, Mark Cerny's going to get on stage somewhere and give a really dry but really high-level talk about how this all works. I'm not going to understand it, but it's going to sound really awesome. Yeah, dude, if in a few years, we will all be like, I cannot wait to get my hands on this banana controller. Mm-hmm. Or whatever this is. Like, Yes, I, I just have to say, I don't think you're going to catch me camping out for a banana controller. <laughs> well, dude. I wonder if it like, it's, has something to do with like uh, playing a VR game like, like Mark was saying, but you can pick up stuff in your living room and it, and it acts as an input in the game. Yeah, it's just so bizarre. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird. I guess time will tell. Time will tell. Will it be a ripe idea or a rotten oh, idea? Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. <laughs> I try. I try. I got to do what I can to stick around on to keep my host status. There you go. <laughs> wow. So, uh, we definitely need to get off this topic. Yeah, moving on. (laughs) Oh, all right, go. Who's next? (laughs) All right. um, So, another one I found is, we've all kind of heard about it, but the uh, global chip shortage. Uh, It seems like that is putting an impact on the Series X and the PS5. Mm -hmm. Um, So, this is definitely a global thing. I mean, I work in the automotive industry and big manufacturers are having to, you know, slow production due to 
shortages. And so, but basically um, what this article on CNET is saying is that the shortage may not end until late 2021. Oh, wow. So, you know, typically when a new console is launched, you can get your hands on it reasonably quick and we knew with the pandemic it would slow down a little bit but now we're talking over a year from launch date yeah yeah i i just pulled i just uh, i haven't been following this but i i just googled your headline and uh, i guess on what was that date on the article february 11th so this article is a little old but it said that as of february 11th the the global chip shortage was upwards of 60 billion dollars man yeah that's a lot you know we were all very fortunate uh to be able to get our hands on these consoles but it's got to be very frustrating yeah you know having to wait i mean i, I understand you know it's it's pretty much out of everyone's control just from covid and what that up. has done to like yeah. the supply chain and distribution and everything but um Man, I, I really do hate it for people who, you know, basically just have to wait and to, have to wait it out. Yeah. yeah. I will say I, I do. I follow a couple people who, you know, post about, you know, supply drops and things like that. And I do feel like they're more frequent now they than are. they were. Um, but still, they're not in stock. I mean, and they're, they, not, and they're gone in, in minutes. Yeah. So. Not a real in-depth topic, but just something to kind of bring up. You know, I think that the shortages are going to hang around for a little while. Yeah, unfortunately, I, I think so. Looks like there was a drop today at Walmart. Yeah, I think it was their largest looking. Yeah, largest drop yet. Anyway. Ninety rounds is what they said. They had ninety wow. rounds of drops. Wow. So I guess what they're a lot of stores are doing, they're just they're just stocking up back stock so that they can drop as much as possible. That's what it seems like. Ninety rounds is a lot. That's a lot of product. Yeah, that really is. Interesting though. But I just logged on to Walmart. They're they're out of stock. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, apparently the 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 chip shortage is also um, impacting vehicle uh, manufacturing, like semiconductors. Yeah, and like I said, I work in the automotive industry, and I mean, the supply chain's just, yeah. I mean, it's just unreal right now. That's crazy. I know that uh, the uh, feds in the U.S. were, they were launching like a like an investigation into it. I mean, yeah. I don't know what that was supposed to do, but they were like, I need to know about this. Yeah, it was pretty, kind of caught me off guard when they said that. I was like, yeah. what? I, I'm sure it has to do with their military contracts. So, but interesting. Yep. That's all for me. What about you? But uh, Mark, you got one more? Yeah, I've got just one more. I mean, it's nothing kind of like yours, not real in depth or anything. Um, but apparently, uh, Naughty Dog, who obviously made um, Uncharted and The Last of Us, um, has been teasing recently um, that they might have some new projects on the horizon, um, which um, Uncharted is one of my all-time favorite um, series and uh, Uncharted 2 especially uh, is my favorite out of the series. Um, definitely one of my top, I'd say top three favorite games. Um, so I've, I'm, I'm excited about this Uncharted movie that's coming out. Um, but uh, I think it's always exciting. Um, some, these guys, I think, always put out something worth looking at. Um, so I'm definitely excited to hear more about what, what they have planned and what's coming down the pipeline from them. Yep, I agree. Everything they, they put out, I've enjoyed. So, uh, new announcements from Naughty Dog are very welcome, always. Yeah. I didn't realize it. Um, this article I'm coming at, I'm looking at from Screen Rant uh, mentions that The Last of Us has an HBO series coming out. Um, mm-hmm. And Uncharted has a movie coming out. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm not expecting a lot from this movie, um, but definitely going to have to watch. I mean, I know it's got Tom Holland in it. Uh, he yeah. kills it as spider-man obviously um yeah, nathan drake uh, is, do, do you know if he's supposed to play like young <laughs> nate drake 
I think he is. I think he's supposed to be okay. like, yeah. If he's young, Nathan Drake, like from the from when we see Nathan Drake as a kid in Uncharted Three, I think yeah. Tom Holland would be perfect for that. Um, but I don't know, man. Unless Nolan North is playing is playing uh, Nathan Drake as like an adult and some of the stuff that we see in the games, I just can't really think of anyone that uh, would fill that would fit that so well. Nathan Fillion's the only other guy I can. Think yeah. Because he looks like him, but yeah, uh, that would be a good one. But I don't know. I think uh, I I can't remember who Sully has been um, casted for, hasn't he? I can't remember. Yeah, uh, Let me look it up. It real was quick. somebody that was like, oh, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. yeah, I was like, that was not a good choice. Yeah, I, mean, I like Mark Wahlberg, but what the I, heck? Yeah, I I. I I like Mark Wahlberg in some things. Um, That's what I was going to say. Some things. He's not a great actor. Brian Cranston <laughs> is listed as being in this movie. Like that, to me, Brian Cranston should be, it would be a great Victor Sullivan. Absolutely. Yeah. Why did they go with Mark Wahlberg? Of all people. Yeah. Hey, like, hey, how you doing? How's your mom? Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> the, only, the only thing I can think about is like Sully is like supposed to be like gruff and everything. Okay, but to be um, fair, Mark Wahlberg was great in uh, Shooter. Yeah, he was. I, I finally made it like halfway through that movie. Come on. Yeah, he was I know. Uh, oh, apparently, I didn't know uh, the movie is supposed to come out July of this year. Oh, wow. Um, that's, that's soon. And it, from what I'm looking at, it doesn't look like they're making Mark Wahlberg look old so I, I guess maybe it's just supposed to be a young version of both of them you know kind of we get a taste of that in uncharted 3 so maybe we're supposed to see i really don't know anything about the movie so i'm just speculating kind of spitballing um i wonder is it supposed to be, is it supposed to be like the events between what happens from when we see them meet up in three in the first game I... i'm not sure i'm not sure what the timeline is if, it, if it's like an origin story it'd be pretty cool yeah I'd, I'd be down for that but I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Just I, I, knowing Brian Cranston could be attached to it. Though, is why is he not Sullivan? I know that. Yeah, unless he's the bad guy, which I, I'm always down for Brian Cranston being the villain. Yeah. Yep. Definitely yeah. one of the best actors I think. Of all, I would say of all time. He's great. He's uh, he's up there for sure in my list. Um. Absolutely. Even from like his work on like Malcolm in the Middle, he was still he was really yeah. the highlight of that show. He's hilarious yeah. in that show. Hal yeah. is an unforgettable character for sure. He was easily the only reason that show was watchable to me, at least. You know, I've been I actually have been going back through and uh, rewatching that show, and um, the the all I like all of it. Um, but you can tell that they were really starting to kind of run out of ideas that uh, felt natural within the show. Yeah. Yeah, I was just never a Frankie Munez, Munoz fan or whatever his name is. Oh, uh, I, I kind of like reason, Frankie Munez. For some reason, he, he just he would get on my, he just got on my nerves. I don't know why. It's nothing he did. I'm sure he's a wonderful person. But oh, Micah, you're gonna, about it. you're about to get flamed because the man has had two strokes. Oh, really? Yeah, he does, he actually doesn't even remember filming Malcolm. Oh, in the middle. dang! Are you serious? Yeah, like and I said, he's like man, a race car driver now. Like I said, a hundred percent, nothing against him. <laughs> he just got on my nerve. But yeah, that's uh, that's all I got this week. Well, I got a couple more uh, that I think are equally exciting for me. So, the first is there are rumors that a new Nintendo Switch with a larger screen and 4K output will be released by holiday this year. Um, so it'll have a bigger screen, and this time it'll be a Samsung OLED display for handheld. Um, so it'll put out um, 720p on handheld and 4K dock. Wow. So I, I read that. I don't know why that hasn't happened sooner, to be honest with you. Exactly. Exactly. I think they're following the mid-cycle refresh that that microsoft and sony did yeah so you know, honestly if they just keep updating the switch 
I'm okay. Like, you know, I, I, I think that, that that is the, the switch is about as a perfect console as you can have. I, I, I know it's got its issues. Uh, it's kind of limited. Um, you know, you can't customize it, you know, the, the, your home screen as much as you can on the other consoles, but like just being able to take it anywhere you want or play it at home mm -hmm. is huge. Yeah, I agree. This is, I would say it's the, as perfect a console as as Nintendo will ever make. Like it is yeah. perfect for Nintendo. Yeah, that's a, that's a better way of putting it. Well, I know this is probably an unpopular opinion, but I kind of wish that Sony would roll out another portable console. Dude, the Vita was awesome, um, um, and the PSP was was awesome. Right, and I I think now that they've seen how successful the Switch is, they can kind of they could kind of build off of that. I mean. And make it you know more of a higher end. But you know what's surprising to me is that the compared to the PSP, didn't the Vita like flop? I mean, they didn't really have it. They kind of discontinued it pretty quickly, didn't they? Mm -hmm. It was too expensive to make, um, and the sales were just not. They were not there. The problem now is you have to compete with mobile, too. Yep. I'm yeah. I'm surprised we haven't seen a, a Microsoft entry to the handheld space. Well, you know, they, uh, they've been working on trying to get... Um, cloud gaming. Yeah, cloud gaming so that you can and then like just stream the games straight to your phone. I've done that a couple of times, and it actually works pretty good, I have to say. It's a huge... You don't, you don't use an game. iPhone, do you? No. Okay. I didn't think... I saw an article recently where they're trying to like get it to work better on iPhone, so I was curious if uh, uh, if you had an iPhone, if you had experienced you know, anything like that, but... Gotcha. Now I got my own, uh, got my, my old Android. Um, but yeah, it works really good on, on Android at least. I, uh, I, I don't know. I think I'll always be, I, I started my, I guess, mobile gaming, um, with a Game Boy, uh, Advance, um, and loved it, played it all the time. Um, from there, I went to the you know original Nintendo DS, mm -hmm. then got this, then got the 3DS, and now I've got the Switch. Like when it comes to mobile gaming, Nintendo has got me locked down. Well, they're they're masters at it. I mean, they were yeah. the later. So, uh, I mean, Sega had a, a good valiant effort, but it was always Game Boy was king of the of the mobile. Yeah, I. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I I think. Like uh, yeah, you, like you said, they're masters of it. Um, every everything just feels good on their systems. Even uh, even going, the switch going from dock to mobile um, to handheld is. I mean, you really can't tell a difference in performance. Um, it's seamless, pretty seamless. I know, like in Breath of the Wild, it'll it'll lag sometimes, but for to be running off of basically a tablet processor, right? Pretty pretty incredible. And they got the Witcher, the Witcher Three running on that thing too. So yeah, yeah, that's insane. And Doom. Yeah, and it looks good. Yeah. Now, personally, like those games, the the big AAA games like that, I still prefer on like, you know, Xbox or PlayStation or oh, sure. Steam. Uh, but my reason, I, I I just like achievements, and if Steam or if uh, the <laughs> Switch would, would give us achievements, man, I'd be yeah. like, I I wanted some achievements in Legend of Zelda. Right. Yep. I could see that for sure. I mean, it, it would just give you an, an additional reason to play. Yeah. I mean, a Mar like uh, Odyssey or whatever, you know, the new one that came out for, was it Bowser's, Bowser's Fury? Oh, That'd be perfect. Yeah. Yep. Maybe maybe on the Switch Pro. We'll see. If we yeah. Get. Yeah. I guess we'll have to see. That that yeah. That's exciting, though. 4K. Yeah. Yeah. 4K, 720. And the, and the OLED screen. I think it's going to be that'll be sweet. Yeah, that'll be really nice. And it's going to be. A, I think they said Samsung's manufacturing the OLED screen, so it should look look fantastic. Did they release a possible price? Not yet. Um, at least not on that on that story. Uh, and this is technically still rumor. So right. Um, so we'll see. I'm curious if they'll do uh, if 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 you have your original Switch system if. Um... If maybe if you trade it in somewhere, if they'll give you credit towards right. this new one, that'd be cool. That'd be interesting. I think GameStop is trying to do that for the the new Xbox and, and PlayStation, but with with 
stock not being available. <laughs> yeah, with limited stock. success. Yeah, I don't know how successful that was. Well, I think uh, GameStop, they've got to get creative anyway, so they might as well try something. Yeah, that's true. They, they need bodies in the door, really. Yeah. Reddit uh, trading can only do so much for them. So. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I got one more news story that's kind of on topic for, for uh, one of the segments we talked about today. Um, going back to speaking of Dungeons & Dragons video games, um, there is an open-world, third-person Dungeons & Dragons RPG in development right now. Um, Hidden Path Entertainment, it's uh, the studio that worked with Valve to develop Counter-Strike Go- uh, Global-, Global Offensive, is working on the game right now. Very nice. Yep. So they posted some um, uh, job openings, and uh, one of the job descriptions uh, was looking for a writer uh, who has... Uh, interest and uh, experience um, with narrative branching skills and ensemble casts and characters. Well, Michael, we've heard you do plenty of impressions on the podcast. Yeah, man, I need to get I need to get my uh, name out there, but it's it's just going to go to the critical role cast. So, um, you know, it is what it is. That's a pretty good, uh, pretty good, uh, pretty well good one to go to, though. Exactly. Yeah, I, I'm not I'm not hate. <laughs> I'm just saying that that's that's where it's yeah. going to end up being, but that's fine. Uh, so is this Dark Alliance three or is this separate? This is not. This is a separate one. So this is. Oh wow. Yeah. Uh, think, I guess Witcher three, but Dungeons and Dragons. That's exciting. Which I will be all over that. Yeah, absolutely. I'll have to that. give this one a try. Yeah. So uh, Chris Cox, who is the president of uh, Wizards of the Coast couple years ago said that there were seven or eight games in development for Dungeons and Dragons. Um, so we know of the Dark Alliance action RPG that we talked about. We know of Baldur's Gate 3 that Larian Studios is developing right now. So now we know of this one. So that leaves some still in mystery that we don't know. Um, but with the resurgence of popularity of D&D, you know, uh, I'm, I'm hoping, uh, hoping some of these games come out and uh, are hidden gems like uh, dark alliance was back in the ps2 era yeah yeah that'd be awesome um i uh i just fr- recently wrapped up my first campaign um uh, playing i've de- never dm but um man i've i really enjoyed it and we're moving into um, a continuation um whenever we find time to play again but yeah um definitely exciting uh you know playing it pen and paper is a lot of fun but with what these consoles can do nowadays Getting to see it, you know, physically see the world around you would be awesome. Yeah, one hundred percent. And they got so many can, uh, settings that they can tap into. Yeah, make this game that it's, you know, it could literally be anything. And then it's it's almost an endless option for uh, if they wanted to do like expansion packs or sequels. I mean, you know, you've got you've got the regular world, you've got the Underdark, you've got Ravenloft. I mean, all these places you can go. So. Uh, right i'm 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 uh excited yeah that's definitely something to keep the keep an eye out for yep is there an expected release date or is this no they just posted the, yeah just posted the job uh job openings on twitter so so no that's one knows gotcha. you know you know what the timeline is but it is being developed actively well sweet Yep, and I'm. That's it. That's it for me on news. Well, um, I guess we kind of run the clock down on news this week. We did. There's a lot to talk about this week. We do that. We do that pretty frequently, but it's okay. Yeah, I didn't actually play anything new this week, really. So, yeah. So yeah, I've played some titles that we've talked about before. I think we're all kind of in the same boat. <clears throat> so. Yeah. I mean, I'll start us off because mine's going to be super quick. Um, I decided to go car shopping instead of play video games. So, But um, I did put on the Oculus Quest and get back into that a little bit. So, Mark, I need you to get back into that. Charged it up last night, actually. Yeah. Uh, I just played the games I had, so Pistol Whip and Super Hot. But it's good to get back into it. Those are just a blast to play. Yeah, I need to... 
at some point jump on jump into that into that world with you guys as well yeah just to at least like get myself like slowly acclimated to it so maybe i can play some of the wilder games that come out we'll have to have a day uh where two of us are playing the original dark alliance and the one of us that's not playing is just strapped into vr yeah hey man in like three weeks i'll be fully vaccinated so uh, oh wow i'll be immune um (laughs) so (laughs) i'd be me and ryan at least can get together we don't want to get you sick mark just put on mask. Uh, yeah, as I say, I'll wear a face mask. Yeah, put a mask on. Hey, I think my antibodies are running out. <laughs> well, it's not been that long. I think you're. I think you'd be okay. It's a. Uh, I got it like the end of, basically the end of Christmas, like right after Christmas. Well, so. That's right. It has been a while. It's like three months. So <laughs> I've got like this month. Yeah. <clears throat> but, yeah. Well, anyway. Hey, but I'm supposed to be next on the list. There you uh, go. As an essential manufacturing worker. Yeah. And so, maybe you'll, you'll get lucky and you'll get that the one-shot deal instead of the uh, multiple shot. Yeah. So we'll see. But, um, but yeah, so I've just dived into that. But that's it for me. Just cool. a little bit of that. Um, I haven't played anything new. We've talked about the games I've played before. Um, the new thing I'll, I'll say that I finally did was I 100%ed uh, Shadow of War. Um on the xbox so got wow completion on that yep uh, i'm gonna put that to rest for a little while but it's still fun to just go on there and, and kill orcs so um i played more uh, assassin's creed valhalla i still love that game uh they just did a such a good job creating the world um it's just it's just relaxing to go and and just explore the world so that's that's a game i play when i want to chill and uh, Ryan, you got me back into Days Gone when you were talking about it a few weeks ago. So I've, I've uh, got it running on the PS5, and it runs way better on my PS5 than it did on my PS4 Pro. So I think I talked about that before. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm actually finally enjoying Days Gone as a game because it's not, it doesn't have some you know, graphical hiccups. That game is awesome. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't play it on the previous generation, but the new current gen, it seems pretty smooth. Yep, it's real smooth. Uh, you can you can definitely tell the difference in the generations when you are fighting a horde just because of the numbers on screen um, and uh, driving motorcycle, especially off-road. Um, trying to off-road a motorcycle on the PS4 Pro was horrendous. But on PS5, it everything loads in properly, so it, it's pretty smooth. You know what's funny is I have a I played on PS4 Pro as well, and I've I've actually never ran into any issues on it. Oh really? Yeah, I've I've never had an issue with it, which is kind of, uh, I know a lot of people talked about having problems with it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love that game. Love that game. It may have been, it may could have been a hard drive issue for me. So who knows? Hmm. Mark, what about you? You've been playing anything this week? Um, yeah, like you, nothing. Um, I don't, I don't think anything that we've really not talked about before. Um, Played more Final Fantasy Nine. Um, the more I play that, the more I'm I'm loving it. Uh, love the story. Love all the characters. Um, yeah, yeah, that game is it's a memorable game. Yeah, I love that game. Um, uh, I've beaten th- uh, the Black Waltz one, and I beat Black Waltz two today. Nice. Um, yeah, which that fight was actually easier than I think the first the Black Waltz first one fight was. Um, but yeah. of course, he has the Black Waltz one has Sea Lion with him, which uh, and you you only have Zidane right. to fight. Um, so that kind of messes you messes you up a little bit. But yeah, love that game. Uh, can't definitely gonna keep continue playing it. Um, then I played a little bit of Elite Dangerous. Have either of y'all played that? Oh my god, I love Elite. <laughs> love Elite Dangerous. Did you? I knew, yeah, I, I knew Michael was going to jump in on that one. I I played it back on I had it on PS4 for a while and then got rid of it and then uh, Mike, I'm sure you know it was just recently added to Game Pass. I know it made me mad because I I bought it <laughs> for Xbox. I bought it for Xbox a couple of years ago, but yeah, now it's free. Well, um, yeah, my buddy did the same thing. He bought it for Xbox. We both played on PS4 and then he sold his PS4 and then got an Xbox and bought this on there. Anyways, um. So once it finally came to Game Pass, I installed it. Um, 
and uh, really installed it uh, just to, you know, not only replay and get back into that world, but they're releasing, um, I guess, an expansion pack is what yep. they're labeling it as, a Odyssey, where you're going to be able to get out of your ship and, um, you know, it, fight. Like, and, yeah, like some shooter combat. Yeah, so um, my buddy described it as Star Citizen, but actually finished. Right. Which is, I think, pretty fair. Um, but it yeah, so... Good. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm really excited for that because I've been following Star Citizen since I was a freshman in high school. Um, so yeah. to finally have some semblance of something like that soon is exciting. Right. Um, and to round it all out, I jumped back into the medium this week. Um, been wanting to play more of that. Um, and man, that game is actually pretty scary. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that game is actually intense, man. I'm, I, it's very intense. It gets me every time because, like, like, like we've talked about before, the character models aren't great, but the atmosphere and the sound um, yeah. more Especially than makes the up. Sound, man. The sound design is phenomenal. Yeah, man. Um, have you been th- through a mirror yet? Yes. Okay, yeah, I got to that point, and when you come back out of the mirror, oh my god, yeah, oh man, dude, I was, I was so tensed up. Yeah, that's a, that's one of those you games can't, I can't play for an extended period of time because it it literally stresses me out too much. Yeah, I um, I was kind of forcing myself not to put the controller down, um, especially when you come back to the real world out of that mirror and right. the, the mall follows you through. Yeah, um, and all of a sudden you're like, well, crap. Now I'm screwed no matter where I'm at. Like exactly. You can't escape. <laughs> yeah, and like you just you'll you'll be walking down a hallway and you'll hear him like screaming or crying mm-hmm. somewhere in that hallway and you're like, oh crap. Yeah, he's here. Yeah, it's just a matter of when am I gonna yeah. get got. With with my surround sound on, it 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 gets me it gets me freaking out every time. Oh it yeah. Has, it has me uh, looking around in my house for stuff. <laughs> dude, last sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, sometimes you, you hear something and you can't tell if it's from the game or not. Yep. Like, like what? was that in my house or was that on the game? Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. I, I play it with headphones on, and um, it's not that the sound is so good that you forget you're wearing headphones, but, like, it just feels good to double – like, I'll take my headset off and be like, just making sure that, that was exactly. the game. Exactly. Yeah, that that game's really good, though. Um yeah, I, I have nothing see, bad to say about it yet. I'm excited to see what that studio does next. Yeah, um, I was thinking that too. Last time I was playing it, just a couple of days ago. The the story was so unique, and uh, that like like we said, the atmosphere they built in that game is phenomenal. So I'd love to see them. And this is their first outing of a real, you know, it's not really triple A. I'd say double A hard yeah. game. I'd love to see their their next attempt. Uh, have you have you beaten the medium? I am so close to the end. I'm not. Oh, okay. I haven't beaten it 100. Um, I'm pretty close, but I think I, I probably have a. I probably have. It seems like it's going to wrap up soon. I'm going to say I have like four more hours, maybe. I think I'm still. I feel like I'm still pretty close to the beginning because I just did the part um, where basically you come back to the real world and you like need the bolt cutters, so you go back into the uh, spirit world and you have like you find those two other people. And you have to go find their masks. Mm-hmm. I'm at that part, and I've I'm about to find the second person's mask. Okay, but I'm I, I still you might be a little farther along than you think. Okay, to put it that way. Wow, the, it feels okay. like it feels like things wrap up. Pre, I mean, I could be wrong though. I could I could still be hours away from the end, but where I'm at, it feels like the end is coming. Unless it's one of those gotcha that they bait and switch me, and there's you know, actually something else we need to be doing. Well, I have decided um, after I beat the medium, the next one I'm tackling is uh, Resident Evil 7, since that is also yeah. on Game Pass. You need to. It's good. I want to get ready for 8. I uh, I need to download the demo PS5 uh, for 8 and play it again. I played it once, and it I mean, God, the level design and the graphics are crazy. But I need to go through again with like more of a critical eye and look at it. I was just enjoying it the first time. Yeah, I've got I got the first Resident Evil, the remake, for free on PS4. Um, mm-hmm. But I haven't played it yet, so I'm thinking maybe I'll play either that one or seven first. Um, and but I want to play both of them and then play eight. 
Yeah. Yep. But yeah, that's all. That's all I had going on this week. Just. I guess catching up on um, uh, some of the story-heavy games. I hear you. Those are the ones I play most anyway. So Same. I'm guilty. That's why it takes me forever to get through one. Yeah, that's me. It's like even in the medium, you know, I'm trying to find every single sense, echo, or whatever they call it. and I get so distracted trying to explore. Yeah, you look at everything. Yeah, nothing, nothing wrong with that. Nope. Well, gentlemen, I'm done. I have nothing else to add. Yep, I'm tapped out. Yep. Same here. But once again, as always, thanks for joining. Check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash digital theory podcast. We'd love to have more than one patron. So. Absolutely. Become the become the second. Become number two. That's right. And we will be releasing this episode and every episode going forward for uh, patrons a day early. Um, we might bump it up more than that. We'll see. We're still learning our ways. Let us know what you think. Yep. Give us feedback, and we'll just have some more fun with it. Yep. Open to suggestions. Absolutely. Uh, like always. But yeah. Uh, thank you guys for listening. All right. See you next week. Talk to you in a bit. Have a good one, guys.